When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why you never give disloyal women a second chance. Well, this particular email is from a guy who got his ex back in April of 2021. He says, we did a phone session at the end of 2020 because I guess this ex he had broken up with and we got when he got in touch with me, she had started coming back, but then she disappeared again. And so I'm assuming, because I, I, there's no way I can remember all the way back three years. I don't even remember what I talked with my clients two weeks ago, because I talked to so many different people, and the stories are so similar. And I don't take notes to protect the confidentiality of my people. But anyway, so he writes in saying that he ended up getting back together with her in April 2021, but things were really difficult last year 2022 and by the end of last year he noticed that she was texting some other dude in other words talking to an orbiter talking to a potential replacement form which is totally disloyal and so a long series of events this email is a little longer but there's just a good chain of events in here that and stuff that I can go through because you know I talk about this all the time character is destiny and even when we get to the end of this email despite everything that this woman has done to this guy because she's with a new dude it's like he's still yearning for her and so he's emotionally hung up on her because rejection breeds obsession and so here's a guy who's wanting his ex back because he's led by his emotions and because he's emotionally wrapped up and invested in her and she dumped him and rejection breeds obsession, he's not thinking clearly. He's not thinking logically or rationally. And so when you continue to stay involved with somebody like this, you can see how you waste several years of your life with this person who's just simply not going to be loyal. She's got two adult daughters. I think they're 20 and 21 years old. And there, she was already an ex from over three years ago. And I, you know, maybe they met four or five years ago. So they got a lot of time together. But there's been a lot of disloyal behavior on her part. And yet he still is, is blaming himself going, oh, I didn't apply the book properly. Well, the book will help you attract the girl, but it's not going to fix her character issues. It's like if she's a ratchet, she's a ratchet. If she's a liar and a cheater, she's a liar and a cheater. And your job is to disengage and eject when you notice that behavior not think thinking you can use my book and always be perfect and she'll never cheat on you again it's like that's just simply not realistic every guy slips up i slip up i get lazy i get complacent 
It happens the longer you're together with somebody. And that's why it's super important that you pick somebody with a good character that values loyalty, monogamy, exclusivity, and is not going to be doing all this shady shit like this girl's doing. So he says, Corey, I booked a phone session with you back in October 2020, and I was dealing with an ex that came back and then suddenly left my life again for her ex in the summer of 2020. So I'm assuming maybe he started dating her, but she wasn't completely done with the ex before him. She went back to him, and then eventually she came back to him. He says, I walked away, and by April of 2021, she was contacting me, typically when the other guy's screwing up. Luckily for her, I just ended a relationship with another girl, and timing was right for us to reconnect. It was a magical time. As my ex came back into the fold in a new relationship blossomed between us in the summer of 2021, unfortunately... My dumbass stopped following your material and lessons. That's why it's like you could read the book a thousand times, but you have to apply it. Because the reason being is you can learn a material, but you need successful repetitions with women. Because it's the successful repetitions that undo all the negative programming and all the failures of the past. You literally have to learn a new way of showing up and being and experiencing life and being a man and be consistent with that to the point where women become totally predictable to you. And when you see that, when you see the lines of code in the matrix, if you will, then thing, then you really are truly like Neo in the matrix and women are not going to be able to pull the wool over your eyes. But if you made a bad choice or a bad selection, and you're dating, as Quintus Curtis would say, a bum bitch. Well, that you just you can't make good wine from bad grapes. He says, I've listened to and read your book seven times in the past. So in the past. So I'm assuming that he probably hasn't even been through the book in three or four years. So that's already part of the problem. He really didn't. It's like once he got back together with her, maybe after our, our phone session three years ago, he didn't read the book, didn't read it 10 to 15 times because he was hooking up with her and getting laid. He's like, I got this. It's all good. And obviously it wasn't. In February 2022, I moved in with her as I was in the process of building a new home and the home I was in sold. <clears throat> 2022 was a good year, but a tough one. As I dealt with the stress of running three businesses, I contracted and built my own home and adjusted to living in a rundown 1,100-square-foot rental home with my girlfriend and her two daughters. I fixed so much shit there, it ain't even funny. September 2022, I lost my grandmother to COVID. My grand was a huge influence and constant support and encouragement for me throughout my entire life. Well, you can thank the Dr. Fauci for that one. Fucking scumbag. That guy deserves to be tried by a jury of his peers at Nuremberg 2.0. And punishment should be meted out. That's my opinion. Dude's guilty as hell. Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled newsletter. I was able to sell my first million-dollar commercial deal as a local realtor thanks to her connections in the community in 2022. Well, congratulations. Needless to say, the stress and the loss took its toll on me mentally and physically, and so he fell apart. He already said he wasn't following what's in the book, and like I said, it doesn't look like he didn't even read it since probably before we had our phone session three years ago. So, yeah, 
you you go from reading it when you're not into a relationship and then you get into one and you never go back to it again. It's like, yeah, you're going to struggle because you, you need the successful repetitions. There is no shortcut to success. That's why the path of self-reliance and personal responsibility is way harder and why socialism and Marxism and collectivism and the government's going to be your mommy sounds so enticing to people. And why the red pill community has gotten so big. Because it's much easier to point the finger and go, ah, it's all modern women. Not my problem. Then you don't have to fix anything. You don't have to have the uncomfortable conversations and reality checks with yourself. So he says, that December I discovered my girlfriend was talking to another man. And I kept noticing multiple times a number pop up in her phone when we were together at night. And she lied saying it was her best friend's new number. Okay. She sounds like a real peach. So I bet her daughters are probably liars too. What a shame. What a bum bitch. I should have walked then and never looked back, but I just wasn't in the best place mentally to withstand it, I guess. It happens. You're emotionally wrapped up. You find out you're going through a difficult time already. lost somebody very close to you thanks to Fauci and his fuckery. She apologized and basically said this guy was just giving her attention, but she wanted to be with me, blah, blah, he says. I know. January 2023, I moved into my new home. And by February, my girlfriend and her daughters, who are 20 and 21, joined us. One big happy family. I told the daughters I wanted them to stay with us, but it was not going to be a permanent destination for them and everyone understood. Ironically, I was contacted about a home for sale less than a mile from my new home in March. I was excited to tell my girlfriend about it and work out a deal to purchase it. I helped my girlfriend buy it for a great deal in hopes it would be a good investment for her and a place for the girls to live after a few updates. Yeah, so you kind of made it easy for her to move on. You, you got her a house and it was for the daughters because you didn't want the daughters living with you. And whether you realize it or not... You're basically saying, I don't care enough about your daughters to live with us. And if you're going to become a man who's got a blended family, it's like, of course they can stay at home. You're not going to tell your kids, especially if they're girls. But I digress. Friction had started building between us on on small shit, and I asked her to help with things around the home and reminded her that I would take care of all the man stuff, bills, grass, garbage, etc., but I needed her to help more with the house chores. We had a few small arguments, and after one in June of 2023, she moved all of her clothes out and stayed a few days later at her new home. Yeah, well, you kind of made it easy for her to... Because even your actions are showing you're getting two separate households. Granted, you were saying it was for the daughters, but if you're already having problems... But it doesn't matter because she's a bum bitch. You can't work with that. She's a liar and a cheater. She's lying to your face when you, you notice another dude's phone popping up, phone number. You help her buy a house that's a good deal and fix it up, and she's going to make money from that. And how does she repay you? Talking to another guy. I mean, that's just, that's horrible. It's a horrible thing to do to a man. Guy goes out of his way to get her into a good real estate investment, get it fixed up, and she can make money on it. And of course, when she goes to sell out, she ain't going to give the dude a penny. She's just going to pocket it and be like, screw you. It's just like guys that get married or get in a relationship and they pay their, their girlfriends or their future wives college debt off or they pay off all of her credit cards. 
and then they cheat on them and they just move on. It's like there are ratchet women out there in society and you have to pay attention to what you're doing. You just can't go into la-la land. And plus you can't go down to the, you know, to the levels that the guys in the red pill community where you're just so jaded and angry and pissed off at women that you think, oh, they're all the same. It's like, no, you did a shitty job of vetting. In July, I decided to go home one night with my best friend after he contacted me to hang out. I stayed out late, and that was supposedly the final straw for her. It was just the excuse. She'd already left at that point. I mean, you notice she was texting somebody else. And a lot of guys will fixate on something like that and go, damn, well, if I just hadn't gone out with my friend, we'd still be together. It's like, no, she would have found something else to cause a blow up over. I told her I just felt like she didn't respect me or love me as her man and had failed to realize how she had mistreated me in the past. Of course, she didn't give a shit. Yeah. But that was an accurate statement. You know, it's def- she definitely didn't care. And she felt no remorse because she's a she's ruthless. She's a mercenary. In July, me and my best friend helped her move the majority of her belongings into her home. I told her this wasn't what I wanted, but that maybe it would be a good thing for now. July, I just lived my life and did some traveling and focused on work. And in the meantime, I started to miss my girlfriend and had someone message me on Facebook informing me she was already talking to someone else. I'll let you guess on that one. By the end of July, she reached out to me wanting to know about my travels and acted like she wanted to get together. There's a lot more to the story, but my dumbass decided to stop by her place on the way home from work one day, only to discover, this is horrible, only discover her and her daughters having a home-cooked meal with, you guessed it, Mr. December. The guy, oh, you don't have to worry about it, it's just a friend, you know, it's my, it's my best friend's new number. No, it turns out it's Mr. December. Damn. He says, I was in total shock. But tried to keep my cool. I told her, I guess that's what I needed to know and apologize for stopping by unannounced. I would have been like, well, at least I stopped by and got to find out what was really going on. So I could see through all of your bullshit and your lies. So thank you for that. I wish you all the best. Have a nice life. Bye, Felicia. A few days later, we talked and, of course, my dumbass confesses my disappointment and unending love for Don't. Now back to square one. Relearn and listen to Corey Wayne. Dude, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Seriously. This girl betrayed you in the worst way. You show up. She's on a date with another dude. The guy she was obviously cheating on you with. And he's in the new home that you helped her buy for her daughters. And it's now her home and her daughter's home. And Chad Thundercock is rearranging her insides. That is brutal. Well, you're either going to learn, you're either going to listen to me, or you learn the hard way, and this guy's learning the hard way. I feel bad for you, dude, but you did it to yourself. You don't keep giving women like this a second chance. He says, part of my shock was the fact that she still has about three truckloads of clothes, furniture, etc. in my storage shed at my house. I guess it made me think she would be coming back. Yep, you were hoping she would. She's already taking trips with her new boyfriend in Nashville and Utah. Well, I would have said after that, it's like, hey, you got about three truckloads worth of shit. So when can you and your daughters and your new boyfriend come over and get it? Because I'll give you about two weeks. I'll give you 30 days to get it out. And if you don't, I'm just going to assume you're abandoning it. And therefore, I will have bulk pickup take it. 
You're you're not fixing this one. It's just not going to happen, dude. She's told me she was going to come get it, but hasn't. Probably because things aren't so perfect with Chad Thundercock. And plus, it gives her a reason to contact you and try to get you back because she knows, because you trained her this way, that you're a sucker and will probably give her another chance. <clears throat> Before I discovered she was seeing someone else, I offered to help. But I told her it was safe for now. Some of the stuff is her daughter's too. And I've thought about throwing it all away or loading it up and dropping it off at her place while she's at work. Fuck no, dude. Make her come get it. Make her and her new boyfriend come get it while you hang out by your pool with your friends and a bunch of girls in bikinis and laugh at them as they're doing it. Nah, you don't have to laugh at them, but have a good time. Hey, you dropped something. But like I said, it's a lot of shit and I will need help moving it. I really don't want to contact her or waste any more energy dealing with her, but I do want to make the best decision when the time comes. What's your advice? <clears throat> like I said, I'd give her 30 days. Say, hey, you, you and your daughter's got a bunch of stuff in my shed and I need you guys to come get it. I'll give you a few weeks to come get it, but if you don't, I'm going to assume you don't want it or it's just garbage and I'll have goodwill come pick it up or whatever. So let me know what you want to do or when you and your daughters and your new boyfriend are going to come pick it up. Say it just like that. He says, thank you for your work and advice, although it sucks to be going back to square one and not being a 3% man. I'm back in the dating game and back in your book and listening to your material. Well, this is important. This is what you should have done back three years ago when we had that phone session was to learn the fundamentals and apply it. But you were emotionally wrapped up in the fantasy of who you wanted your girlfriend to be or ex-girlfriend now. But here we are three years later and she belongs to the streets. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife so maybe you just give the girl two weeks to come get it hey you and your new boyfriend and your daughters come get your stuff i'll give you two weeks if if you don't come in two weeks i'm gonna assume what's whatever's left is i'll just donate it to goodwill or whatever so if you got a question or a challenge you'd like to get my help go to understandingrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly until next time i will talk to you soon 